Brothers and sisters, um, we'll continue on with uh, St. Peter Julian Ahmad's um, definition of the four ends of the Mass. We covered already adoration and thanksgiving. Today we'll have a brief look at his the understanding of reparation and then also Eucharistic prayer of supplication, he calls it. The, the whole idea of uh, reparation um, that we, we can take out, we could undertake in, in our holy hour, it's very much as we know, stemmed in the Mass, because this this whole idea of what the the structure of the Mass is, or the four ends of the Mass, uh, they're a guide for us to how to spend time with Christ in, in adoration. And, and so the Mass is, we know, ultimate sacrifice. It's a sacrifice of Christ himself. You know, when, when we sin as human beings, that sin is an infinite offense against justice. In other words, it's it's there is such a thing as justice in terms of truth. You know, God is true, and He He there there's such a thing as acting appropriately and giving due things to to others that is what is their due. And we already know this on the natural level. If something's very precious and belongs to you, and somebody steals it, it, it's it's not just because that that thing was owed to you and it was taken from you. So it calls for some kind of repair. Um, that, that person either give it back to you or they make some kind of restitution to you. Our nature demands this. Our nature, it's fitting to our nature. And it's the same thing in terms of God. God's a person. Well, he's three persons. And what we commit against God, um, there's an appropriateness there for God who the, the just in our psyche, we know that we owe something to God. And so the way that we go about trying to 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 address this issue uh, throughout history is this need in the human heart to to offer a sacrifice to give something back to God, which in fact everything belongs to God, but but to give back to God what God first gave us as to some attempt to to try and put things right between us and God, and hence the need for sacrifice. And this is a very general kind of way. But the thing is, the dilemma is with the fall, with Adam and Eve, and what we understand by the introduction of sin and into the whole relationship between us and God, there's a breakdown in that relationship. And But just unlike us in our horizontal relations with humans, you know, we're humans, we're all finite. We can give fitting gifts to each other to make some make up to some ways we have broken relationships with each other, etc., um, but God, there's nothing that we can give to God that would repair that relationship because he's infinite and we just can give finite things. And when we die, if, if we were to die, let's say, um, and, and let's say Jesus never came and, 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 and there was no real reconciliation, we'd have nothing to give to God. There'd be no sacrifice, no nothing we could say that is ours that we can offer God for, for our conscience. It's not going to change God. God's not wounded in a sense that he's not less God because of it, but it's to do with us. It's to do with that we have this need to make reparation, need to put things right. But with Jesus, Jesus is a God-man. <laughs> so only God really could have repaired this for us because only God can can do something appropriate for God, <laughs> put it that way. Um, and so God became human. And so in Jesus, we have this really human um, actions, but also divine actions. Um, and fancy theological word, we call it theandric actions, that he's div um, human divine actions. And so when he dies on the cross and he offers himself in love um, for the sake of making reparation on our past for sin, 
that gift is an infinite act of love. It, 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 it super abundantly satisfies in the order of justice, in the order of truth, um, in order of appropriateness of what should be honored to God, is given back to God. And who does it? God himself. Because this is his radical love. But how does this have to do with you and I? It has to do with the fact that that a baptism, we get baptized into Jesus Christ and we form a mystical person with him. That's what St. Paul speaks about. This is what the church is. It's, it's a mystical belonging to Christ, such that Christ, St. Paul uses the metaphor of the body, the head and the body and the members of the body, all the organs. And he's trying to explain this supernatural reality that Christ created, that we're not just an institutional church. We are ordered hierarchically and stuff because we're in, in, we need order and there's structure and Jesus chose a structure to, to govern by, to, to create a unity. But, but ultimately, you've heard me say this many times, we are born from the Holy Spirit, knitted together by the Holy Spirit. And what is Jesus is mine. That's good news. See, what belongs to Christ is now mine. His merits, his salvation, everything that he did is mine. And I didn't have to go through the passion and die on the cross. Because I'm not a God man, but now that my value is in him, I can offer to God a sacrifice, that one sacrifice, that life of grace, of being in Christ, what belongs to him is now mine. When when I die in a state of grace and in Christ, I can I, I see that I I, I my Jesus' sacrifice is mine and I can offer that for, for my reparation for sins. And essentially this is what we do in the Mass. We this sacrifice is made present and we get to participate in it and offer it. And then when we in Eucharistic adoration, then the point is, is that we can join in with this timeless sacrifice and make reparation in, in adoration for sin by joining in Christ's love of the Father.